My psychic senses are telling me that you are spiritually curious. I'm just kidding. If you found your way here, most likely <laughs> you are interested or curious about energy, the secrets of the universe, the magic of the unseen. There is a lot of conflicting information out there about how to tune into energy beings properly, how to build your intuition, how to cleanse things, yada, yada, yada. I know how overwhelming it can be, so I created a one-stop shop for all of your spiritually curious, psychic expansive self-care needs where you can build your own spiritual practice with guidance, tools, and a safe place to explore your curiosities and connect to your intuition. There's a ton of crash courses covering topics ranging from meeting your spirit guides to trans-channeling to manifesting. You get distance Reiki healings for a wide range of needs, such as moving through discomfort or support stepping into a new chapter or even help calling in creativity. Subscribers get 15% off all full-price services, a monthly group Zoom hangout where the weird is our normal. There are exclusive channeling videos, expansive conversations, guided meditations, movement meditations, weekly reflections, intuitive practices, this podcast, ad-free and as a video, and so much more. New content is uploaded every week, so there's constantly new stuff for you to learn from, digest, and various practices to keep you grounded in your body. And all of this, might I add is only $7 per month. So if you're ready to align to your best self and show up as your inner being, a priceless investment in yourself, you can head over to channelwithamber.com slash subscribe to give it a peek. I'll see you over there. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Diary of a Medium with me, Amber Amrine. The summer solstice is Wednesday for those on the northern hemisphere, um, so I wanted to bring in some fairy energy since that is when the veil between our world and theirs is the thinnest. I have spoken a lot about fairies, so if you're new, I invite you to perhaps listen to one of the earlier episodes about their realm, because today we're just popping in. Here we go! Alright, so I'm not really sure where I want to go with this, to be honest. I believe, like, two years ago I did something similar where I just brought in a fairy and just kind of went with it, so I figured we would do the same today. Um, oh, okay, so right off the bat I'm seeing a fairy coming in. Um... It is wearing a dress. Um, I'm seeing like yellow and then like a red orange color. Um, it's very like stripy, very flowy. It kind of separates. Uh, so the their legs and their like m torso are kind of showing, you know, and the, the dress is kind of like on the sides of them. So it's as if you were to be wearing like a curtain, let's say, and the slit between the two curtains are um, at your heart, you know what I'm saying, so it kind of opens, however, I don't fully see their torso, I just see, um, kind of like the, uh, their lower abdomen a bit, their skin is like a grayish, bluish, greenish kind of color, um, they're very androgynous, so not really more masculine or feminine or anything, they're just very, very much in the middle, um, this dress that they're wearing doesn't feel like their typical outfit. Uh, it f feels out of place. It doesn't fit their character. They feel more like 
alien-esque a little bit, or like a human, I mean, a, sorry, earth alien. Um, let's see. Their energy is very interesting. They feel connected to fungus. Um, fungus and dancing. They really like flowers, especially white flowers. Um, I'm seeing them with like a little flower crown. Um, and yeah, just connected to fungus. They're just a mishmash of a bunch of different things. I'm not really hearing a name. I heard the name Rebecca, spelled R-E-B-E-K-A-H, but it doesn't fully resonate. They're very malleable, so they're just kind of trying on a specific identity right now. Let me see if they have a message for the collective. So it feels like a lot is going to be illuminated this summer. Um, I'm seeing illumination, and I'm seeing like like the surface of the sun or something like that there's something very like hot and acidic about this coming time but not necessarily in a bad way what they're posing are two ways of uh kind of like operating or ways of looking at things the state of our stomach for example the acid in our stomach sorry i'm in my car so it's a bit loud the state of our stomach it's very acidic and it's a very hostile environment. However, obviously our cells are able to maintain it. Like it's part of our bodies and it's helpful for us. If you stick your fingers in it, it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like it burns if you have too much and it can cause issues. But in when utilized properly and in, in um, what's the word, in like pieces... It's very helpful for us. We need it. We require our stomach acid in order to properly digest. Um, so it feels very similar to that. This summer, there's a lot kind of going on. It just feels like there's, a, it's almost like a wound that's constantly being scratched at or something. Like there's just a lot of big stuff happening that can feel very exhausted if you get lost in the bigness and the chaos of it if you just are standing still and you're not moving with it it's going to scrape against you and it's not going to feel good if you move with it and allow yourself the opportunity to be malleable enough to explore new ways of being new ways of seeing things new perspectives stuff like that if you allow yourself to explore new possibilities and be a new type of person even if it's every day trying a new hat on you know you will be moving with it and you will not be hurt at all but rather it's going to carry you into really powerful new places um so this is kind of one of those things where it's like the train is going it's up to you to either jump on it or just stay on the tracks um i re you know i recommend kind of going with it so that being said there is a challenge being presented to us to stay connected to ourselves to trust it's almost like it almost feels like like a final like are you sure you trust me I got you but are you sure you fully believe it because I can only help you as much as you let me help you you know what I'm saying that's what it feels like with source energy so I definitely recommend leaning into trust as much as possible, living life a bit more carefree, 
um, doing what makes you feel like you, just staying very connected to yourself, you know, meditating, grounding, all of that good stuff, and just going with the flow. And it's a lot easier said than done. There's usually a lot of fear in the way that can prevent us from pulling away from that. But you are being told now that there is a need to trust because there is a net beneath you so trust now is your permission now you are given permission to do that you know um let's see this fairy's name is now turning into casey with a c c a s e y and now it's becoming a little bit more masculine um <laughs> he just grew out like a like a fro <laughs> um Let's see. What else does he have to say? Um, I'm seeing brown things. It almost looks like a, like a like a cookie or something, but it's dark brown, like the color of a brownie, but it's thin and it's like a brownie wafer. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm seeing this brown thing, and I'm seeing it in the earth, um, and I'm seeing it being offered to animals, but then it goes from like being like a cookie to being like meat or something so I think the message there really is just giving um offerings to the earth um there are a lot of energies and energy beings that lie on your land and every land and when you make offerings to tune into the various beings that lay in each realm of stuff you know in your one little pocket of the universe it makes a big difference everybody is it's an invitation for everybody to kind of come together and work together my friend Michael who was on the podcast texted me last week asking if I could put a list together of all of the beings that I know of and I said that's impossible (laughs) absolutely not um And it's because everywhere you look, there are so many layers of things of like looking in front of me, there's a tree, there's a consciousness connected to that, there's a sidewalk, there's a consciousness connected to that, there's the city, there's a consciousness connected to that, there are people, there's bacteria, there are animals, there is land, there is earth, there is air, there is water, you know what I'm saying? Like there are so many things overlapping everywhere that can't necessarily be named, but it's like, it's literally infinite. And I think if you can start approaching your environment with that perspective that you are not ever alone, there is an infinite group of beings and friends and whatever available to tune into I think it's going to change a lot of, like, how you approach life. Um, You are a lot more tuned in and present and aware. And naturally, that is going to help your uh, uh, spiritual abilities develop. Um, Let's see what else... Uh, the last thing I'm getting, um, <laughs> this fairy turned into, like, a bad boy <laughs> with, like, a motorcycle and, like, a cool hairdo, like, posing, gelling his hair back. 
Um, and the message there is just basically to let go a little bit. Have a little bit of fun. Take some risks. When you are too calculated and too careful, you severely limit your experience. We're here to celebrate life. We're here to explore. We live in an abundant universe, you know? So treat yourself. Give yourself permission to, like, do things that are out of the norm or that you've been wanting to do. This is the time to do it, not later. This is the time right now when you have energy and the ability to do whatever it is, excuse me, you want to do. Now is the time to move forward with it. All we've got is today. All we've got is right now. You know, if you keep pushing things or uh, setting things to the future, it's always going to be in the future. It's like with manifesting, you don't want to say like, oh, one day I want this because then you're constantly manifesting it in the future. All we have is right now. You manifest it now in this bubble of present perception. So same thing, whatever you want, give it to yourself now. Treat yourself. When you take that kind of action, you are actively engaging with the law of attraction. You are actively engaging with abundance. It doesn't matter, like, the details don't matter. All that matters is that you're giving yourself permission to treat yourself because you deserve it, just because you are, you know? Uh, so he's just saying to to let go a little bit, be a little bit crazy. Just break out of the confines of, of the law of the land, you know, and allow yourself to to be young and reckless to a certain degree, no matter your age. I'm going to let him go. Um, his last message for us is, um, I'm seeing greens, like kale, leafy greens. So I think collectively he's encouraging us all to just eat a lot more greens, especially in the summertime. Um, I'm feeling an emphasis on hydration. And even if it's not summer for you, it just feels like collectively we need more greens and we need more water. <laughs> a bunch of leaves just hit the car. There you go. All right, I am inside. It is two days later. I had a meeting. Now we're going to continue our conversation. Okay, I want to bring in another fairy. And this one specifically feels like it wants to have a conversation about welcoming them into the home space. Uh, okay, so this one's not really showing me anything. I'm feeling more of a, just like an energy. It feels like it's actually like, uh, cloaked. So it doesn't want to reveal itself. I'm hearing the name Lilac, however. Um, this energy also feels a little bit more masculine. So, um, one of my dear clients and subscribers um, gave me a little fairy garden, um, and I use it to put little offerings for them and just kind of, it's almost like an altar to welcome them into my home and just invite them here, letting them know that my space is their space. Now, there are, everybody's, uh, engagement interaction with the fairy realm is very different. There are some people that are like, never invite fairies in your home. There's some really weird negative views about them out there. I've spoken about this. It's just because they're very misunderstood and 
they're just not understanding what the fairies are trying to tell them. I love having fairies in my space. I feel like it just makes everything glow. Everything feels more exciting and livened. Enlivened. Uh, the energy feels like it's flowing freer. It just feels... It feels like a breeding ground for love and inner child kind of stuff. So let's talk about how to... Uh, I guess invite them in or invite in the right kinds because there are some fairies that can be a little aggressive and just wreak havoc. So it's it's like with any energy being, you want to have positive intentions. Now, I'm going to not explain this from myself and my experience, but rather let Lilac explain. So the first thing that Lilac is expressing and kind of take what resonates, leave what doesn't, you know, change your uh, change the practices to best accommodate you, whatever. Lilac is just going to paint some, uh, some things out. Okay. The first thing that Lilac is bringing up is having some sort of door near your front door. It doesn't have to be near your front door, but the energy there is very specific. So having it near the front door just to like be towards that, like this is the front door kind of area is, is nice. So you can either have a fairy door, you can make one, you can just draw the shape of a door on the wall, whatever suits your fancy. Put a sticker of a door there, it doesn't really matter. Fairy doors don't have to look like doors. With anything fairy, they really love weird, abstract, creative things. So if you want it to look like a door, you can, but if you want it to instead just be like a like glue a leaf onto your wall or I don't know just have like a weird abstract clump of glitter and paint or something that's fine it doesn't really matter uh but just having some sort of door with the intention of it being kind of an invitation to your fairies is very suitable um if you would prefer to have a door at your altar that's also fine and if you want one on both sides that's good as well um, I specifically have a door in my little fairy garden, but I'm definitely now going to incorporate one on the wall. I'm just going to draw it. When I was a kid, I was really obsessed with the idea of um, secret tunnels and like secret passages and stuff like that. And I would actually draw doors on the walls in my closet. I had like a little X that I drew or something and that was supposed to be like the button that opened up this door. I had an X and then I had like a line to split and that's where the door the doors came together. Um, it's like two doors that would open out. Um, and I actually am just now realizing that. Uh, very interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of things I did as a kid that I didn't really think was anything. I felt it was something. But as I grew up, I was like, oh, no, it's just my imagination. But as an adult, it's like, no, you were right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to draw a door on the wall. Okay, lilac is also... Mm, be careful with money. Be careful with putting money on your altar. Um, I put a shiny dime as an offering they like shiny things they do really like coins but (laughs) 
what lilac is expressing is because we value we tend to value money so much they get very excited and curious about money um and so will want some for themselves so it can you can start something that perhaps you don't really want to start where they may be requesting money or grabbing some money he's just expressing that you know don't give them any paper bills dollar bills aren't the way to go um shiny coins sure but for some reason with the energy of whoever's listening and just in the current state it feels like you know don't worry about the money keep that for yourself you don't have to give that away so that's good i will use that for myself too uh yeah he's saying like other shiny things would be more beneficial for some reason i don't know what the energy is but it's just uh warning against that um let's see in the current theme of fairies i guess there are trends maybe the same as with humans and the current trends usually they like buttons right now they're not that interested in buttons um yeah buttons aren't really that interesting they want more like uh like granola nuts dried fruit um they want a little bit more fancy stuff uh but then also things like grapes like juicy kind of fruit is also fine apples bananas um when you i've expressed this before many times but i'll just say it again if you leave an offering out um basically you just leave it there for like a week or two the you know that they're taking it when like the liquid is sucked out so a grape will become very dry like a raisin um if you leave out something like nuts or a cookie it just feels very empty there's a hollowness to it and at that point you can discard it either in the earth or in the garbage they also like things like water honey milk um right now i have some almond milk out for them if they are drinking it typically it'll become uh, hardened like um uh, like a cheese if it is molding, that means they're not touching it, so they may not like it or they may not feel comfortable enough to um, take it from you just yet, but keep going. And then if you see no change, or sometimes with liquids too, it could just be like with my little thing that I had put almond milk in, it's completely gone. So sometimes there is a physical um, sign that they've actually taken it. Um, it just kind of depends on the fairies and how they're engaging with you. Uh, draw in the sand um oh thank you for saying that I want to talk about making fairy dust and I don't know if, if I've spoken about this before but this is something that I've done with my aunt and I was reading actually this other um, I have this really cool little book I'll show it it's called the fairy handbook an enchanting compendium of literature lore art recipes and projects from the editors of fairy magazine um, it's a really beautiful book just to have. I have it um, just like out presented. But it has a lot of really cool recipes and just I, it's just really cute stuff. And one of the things in it is about how to make pixie dust. 
I made pixie dust with my aunt before and basically what we did is we got glitter, a fine glitter, put it in jars, put it out in the moonlight. Um, we did some sort of ritual, I don't really remember, but it, we just kind of like set an intention and charged it up and just let the moonlight uh, touch it. It's kind of like making moon water um, and then this glitter, if there was like a part of our body that was um, not feeling well, you know, we'd like rub it on that. Or if there's something we're trying to manifest, you could rub it over your heart. It's basically used like an oil or um, kind of like how you would use moon water, but obviously not ingesting it, ingesting the glitter. Actually, you could do it with edible glitter. That'd be interesting. Anyways, but this book had a very cute um, little recipe or little instructions about um, making fairy dust and it was basically like another method of manifesting I found it it calls for a glass bottle and a small piece of cork colored glitter one wish written on a scrap of parchment paper a collection of trinkets vintage keys dried flowers or herbs optional and a piece of thin crystal ribbons and labels and a label optional so you want to fill your bottle halfway with glitter Add dried herbs and flowers or sentimental trinkets if desired. Write your wish on a bit of parchment paper, roll it up into a scroll, and place it into the bottle. Cork the bottle or cap with your chosen crystal to make it extra special. For added detail, write a little label to attach to the bottle or thread it onto a piece of ribbon and tie it round the neck of the bottle. 5. Repeat the wish to yourself and believe. Um, so... I personally like using the moonlight, so I would definitely like put it out into the moonlight. But basically, it's it's just a form of um, it's charging this glitter. It's charging this. It's creating something magical. You're inviting the fairies to come listen to you. Um, they really like. They respond very well to uh, wishes written and then like buried or put in something. They like wishes. They like times of of passion or concentrated energy so if there's something we really are yearning for calling them in and allowing them to help us manifest that is very special and very important I am feeling the need to explain for those that are a little bit nervous about fairies just because they can be a little bit chaotic like attracts like if you are approaching them with fear or hesitation they're going to reflect that back at you where it's like, why are you saying something's wrong with us? Like, what's your problem? Like, they may be a little bit sassy or then be like, well, if you feel like I'm going to mess up your hair, then okay, is that what you want? Let me mess up your hair. So it's very important when dealing with fairies to be in a position of control. Um, it's like with any energy being. They're very, they are the epitome of light and love. They are a little bit mischievous, but it's specifically meant to allow us to be very free flowing and not get stuck and trapped in <clears throat> specific ways of operating. So if you can kind of go on the journey with them, be on an adventure with them, if something kind of draws your attention or strays you away from something, go for it, explore, you know, like use this life as an adventure. If you look at like old stories, fairy tales and stuff like that, you know, there's a lot of peculiar things happening and they don't happen if specific steps are met, you know, they happen in those like little moments of like, 
going on a weird trail and entering this like weird forest or you know it's like you have to go into the peculiar in order to learn things in order to gain new tools in order to meet new people and new guides and stuff like that and that's kind of what they're trying to do they're trying to pull us out of the norm so that we can gain those things uh let's see what else lilac has to say seeing celery like crisp cool wet things feel good right now even like refrigerated grapes it's one of those things that are like crisp crunchy you know crispy not carrots that's not juicy enough celery grapes refrigerated cherries things that have skin that kind of like pops when you bite on it uh So he's um, encouraging dressing with fairies. There's something about like starting your day, inviting their energy to kind of guide you or be an adventure. Um, I know there's a lot happening for a lot of people right now as there, you know, there's always something. Um, but when things get a little bit too hectic, it can pull us away from the present moment. And if you invite fairies to kind of lead your day-to-day, -day, you know, it'll pull you back into the present, which is the most powerful place for us to be. That's where we manifest. That's where... That's where the magic is. That's where miracle happens, the present moment, and just fully succumbing, not succumbing, but fully surrendering to the present and being in collaboration with what the present has in store for you. So by, I guess, when you're getting ready, invite fairies to kind of guide what you are going to wear, the colors, the patterns, the style... Um, if there's a specific thing you're trying to manifest, what would that version of you be wearing and invite the fairies to kind of clarify that or just add a bit more magic to it. There's always room for magic. There's always room for something special. There's always room for miracles and fairies are masters of that. They are masters. I want to say masters of manipulation, but I don't mean that in a weird way, but they're just masters of really kind of taking advantage of the present moment and um, kind of creating the outcome they want so invite them to come and allow you to kind of adopt that state of creation you know of taking command of of your environment and it starts as something as simple as clothing there are theories performance theories that get a little weird but it's kind of like a theory that we're always performing we are always like no matter where we are how we're walking down the street how we're driving if we're in a room, like there's a certain way that we carry ourselves, or there's a certain way that we present ourselves, um, gender, uh, self-expression, uh, being a parent or a teacher or whatever. There's there are always roles that we are kind of playing, and our whole expression of that starts in costuming. Um, for people that are doing like theater or something like that like 
the co- costuming actually if you really go into studying costuming it's so fascinating how much like pieces of clothing represent like subconscious parts of a character it's so fascinating and it makes sense because even with us it's like how I feel wearing what I'm feeling versus if I were to wear something different like my outfit changes how I feel about myself and how I feel in my environment there's a lot of shows even of like makeovers you know and just seeing how much a person changes in terms of how they carry themselves and engage with others can be very drastic just based off of what they're wearing. How we dress is the first impression that others perceive us with, and uh, it just is a representative of a specific kind of embodiment. So connecting to that physical expression of something else kind of allows you to settle into a character better. It's not so much like... I'm very much against the idea of, like, caring about how others view me. I don't care. It's more about, like, how I feel in my body and what I can do to better feel like what I want or the character I'm trying to align to. You know what I'm saying? It makes a big difference and just helps fit you into a certain uh, place category a little easier. Um, I just saw like a pig, a pig nose, something about, oh, smell, thank you. They're very big on smells, they love smells, specifically um, spices, cinnamon, nutmeg, Um, they love smells. They do like, well, it depends on the fairy that you're tuning into, specifically right now, I'm, I'm getting, um, more of those like earthy smells um so it's it's almost like around autumn the like potpourri that's sold where it's like smells pine cones um it's more like earthy things bark uh yeah cinnamon nutmeg uh cloves cloves have a smell right i don't even remember what that smell is uh but things things like that the star anise i don't know how to pronounce that I just looked it up and the British way is anise and the American way is anise, but I prefer the British pronunciation, so I will stick to it. <laughs> um, um, water or fall, yes, they like flowing water, um, so just have, even having like a small little waterfall in your place is very beneficial. Pressing flowers, decorating with nature, decorating with flowers. When I have roses and they die, I love the way dead roses look. So I um, have them uh, presented out. I have dead, dried roses everywhere. Honoring the beauty in earth, of the earth, and decorating with it feels important. And like good ways to both integrate that very grounding and nourishing, nurturing earth energy, as well as welcoming in fairies. And it just feels like it helps things flow very well. It would actually be very interesting. That sounds cool. I think when I move, I may invite the fairies to just completely design a room with me and like buy things specifically that they want. That would feel amazing. That would be a really good meditation room. (laughs) 
um, I'm also, I've, I don't know where I talked about this, but I talked about this somewhere a long time ago, but having a day, even if it's just once a month or having a few hours where you have nothing planned and just kind of let the day take you wherever it wants to go is a really good way to connect to them and is also very beneficial for us to tune into the nuances of the environment. It helps so much with with personal growth. It's That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I love going on walks and I'll just go wherever I feel or whatever draws my attention and it always completely shifts my mood. I feel so much in alignment. I'm having so many creative thoughts come through my mind. I'm getting like inspiration to take action on things. It's very, very beneficial. So inviting fairies to kind of guide your day or just, yeah, just invite them more. They're very creative. They are very, very creative. They're very passionate and they know what they're doing. They have a lot of wisdom. Um... Uh, eating flowers. There are some flowers that are obviously edible and I'm being guided to say to eat more or make tea out of them. I'm seeing specifically like a petal being ripped so it feels like eating it raw. That's interesting. I'll look into the benefits of that. Um, I think that's about, yeah, that's about all that lilac has. Um, If you see little rocks or little stones or pebbles that are put in a, that are in like a straight line or kind of make a path, follow that path. It goes somewhere. It's leading you somewhere for a reason, but you have to go by yourself. You can't invite somebody else. It's being presented to the person that views it. If the person you're with also views it on their own, you know, then you can embark the journey together, but otherwise just follow it and see what happens. Thank you, Lilac. There's a very strong fairy coming up. Uh, It's kind of like it keeps exploding out in these like oranges and yellows, uh, primarily yellow energy. It feels like it's in a big bubble and it's like pushing towards me. It's very large, very strong. feels like sun energy. Um, And I think honestly, it's just kind of coming forward. Let's take a second wherever you are. We're just going to take like two minutes of silence It doesn't matter what you're doing or where you are, who's there. It doesn't matter. Just do whatever you're doing and just be open to the energy of this fairy. If you want to establish a golden bubble around your body, you can. Just to set some sacred space, invite your guides to kind of be with you in this moment. I believe this fairy is kind of inviting a shift in our bodies. It feels very powerful and very action-based. If you are feeling scared or intimidated or nervous, just understand that there are parts of you that perhaps don't understand it or this energy is going to allow you to be present in a way that perhaps hasn't been available to you and naturally we fear what we do not understand. So if you want to put yourself in a protective golden bubble, inviting your guides to take command of the situation and allow in the energy that will actually benefit you, I invite you to do that, Um, but just know that you are safe, you are protected. (sighs) I've got you. Your guides have got you. Be aware of the energy around you if you feel anything, and if you don't, that's fine. 
just be aware of any changes in your environment. The colors feel a little bit more saturated or your body feels a little tingly. If there are emotions coming up, just let them surface. They're surfacing because they are trying to release. So honor the emotions and let them flow away. Feel your heart chakra at the center of your chest become warm with love and light that this fairy energy is giving off. If you feel inclined, allow this energy to stay with you for as long as necessary for your highest good. Invite it and allow it to make whatever necessary shifts happen. And be open to the journey of these shifts. There are certain things that you believe about yourself or your environment that may begin shifting. Your beliefs about objects and patterns and journeys and whatever else may shift a little bit. Allow yourself to try on new behaviors, new perspectives. Just be open to new ways of being that perhaps are more in alignment and to feel better in the long run. Again, in the beginning, it can feel a little bit uncomfortable because it's new, perhaps dusty bits of you that haven't really been accessible or coming up to the surface, you know, so naturally that dust needs to clear first. Over time, as you get to know it more, you'll feel a lot more settled within it. But just know that whatever energy this fairy is bringing is coming for a reason. It is in alignment with you. That's why we are here at this moment together. There's nothing for you to worry about. Your guides have you. I have you. You are in control. Always. You are in control. This is simply earth energy come coming into your body to bring some extra nourishment, some extra magic. You can trust it. This planet is your home and these beings are your friends. Again, your guides are there. So if anything goes awry or you feel scared or just it's not integrating well, your guides are there to take care of that. Bring your attention back to the warmth at your heart, at the love emanating out, emanating out from your heart chakra. Inhale some love in. Exhale love out, showering your environment with love. Inhale love in. Exhale love out, blowing it into your environment. One more. Inhale love in. Exhaling it out. Sending love to everybody and everything that you share your space with. We're going to leave it there. I love you, my friends. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you soon.
Thank you so much for listening to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. To learn more about me, my work, and such, you can visit channelwithamber.com or follow me on Instagram at channelwithamber. A special thank you to Unicorn Heads for my theme song, A Mystical Experience. See you next time. Thank you.